This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Cork Today. Highlights of the year. On C103. A very good morning and welcome to our review programme where we look back at some of the interviews we did during 2020. In March of this year, I spoke to the principal of Kilmean National School in West Cork, Kenneth McCarthy, about a strongly worded letter he'd sent to all the parents about their children's smartphone use. I started by asking him, had he soul searched before sending the letter? Um, I suppose, you know, before we sent it out, we were very nervous sending it out. Uh, but leading up to that, there was, there, ha- there seemed to be in our school, anyway, there was an increase year on year of incidences that revolved around children's use of, of smartphones. And we just felt, look, we have, look, we'll try this. Um, see where, And a few parents came to us as well, look, pleading with us um, to maybe just send it out. I know we can't police what goes on at home, but um, we said, look, as a community, We'll, we, you know, and, and you know, in a community in the, our school in our community, we try and help the community as much as we could. Um, and it's, you know, the payback has been is, is is phenomenal. Like, I mean, so many parents are, are are just so happy about it. The feedback has been positive, and not only that, even over the weekend, we've got loads of um, calls from different schools wanting to see the letter and see what we've done. And you know, I think well done, well done. And yeah. I'm I'm not in any way surprised. And I, I, when I saw the letter, I said, I bet you there was a lot of parents breathed a sigh of relief. The decision was taken away from them, yeah. and they can point the finger of blame. And you don't mind being the baddie if they are no, the teachers. I, I don't even mean the baddie, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I suppose I was I was afraid coming the next day to school that the the, the older pupils would be looking at me in a different way, but they weren't. Um, ah, you know, that's um, interesting. You know, and I think like um, I suppose look, our our main aim is look, we, you know, and I suppose you'll agree with this, Patricia, that anything that would you know shorten the childhood years of any child is not a good thing. Absolutely, and that's all we wanted to do. We want to preserve those special years, and you know, all the all the staff in the school here, you know. We, we came into teaching profession because we care. We care about children. We don't just stop at the teaching. We do care about them. They're human beings and they're, they're human beings that aren't ready yet, we see. And we've, you know, examples of this, this that happened in, in our school that they're not ready for it. Um, and, you know, the best will in the world, a parent will give, a, you know, a phone to a child. But I think there's, there's a lot more dangers out there that parents don't realise. Um, and I think... Um, you know, I suppose, and another thing, I suppose as well, like this isn't, and I know this, this is true. It's not. This is not a, a kill me national school problem. This is a problem in every school in the country. Um, it, it's a, I think it's a global problem. Mm. You know, even coming to school this morning, I was driving and I was, you know, travelling on the way and flicking through different uh, radio stations, and th- there was a piece on about um, 
some guest on the Late Late Show on Friday night that was being trolled. Um, and these, these are by adults. Um, you know, this person that was being taught, spoken negatively online, um, he's an adult. He's, you know, he's got family, he's got feelings, and he sees these things. And, like, this is done by adults. So, I mean, and we've, it, it, seen, we've seen lives lost. From it, we have, and and yeah. and but and young people, the young lives um, lost. Uh, and I'm assuming you're. It's only fifth and sixth class pupils, is it? Would have a smartphone. You wouldn't. Nobody younger would would have a smartphone. Um, I, no, I don't think that. No, I no, don't think so. They the might fifth. have possession sometimes of their parents' phones, but I think that's that's. But they're eleven and twelve year olds. It's that kind of age group, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. They're, they're just very. And what type of problems, Kenneth, were you seeing in the schools that you could directly say, well, that's because they've got smartphones? Um, I suppose, like, you'd have, for instance, like there's there's different kids will make groups on WhatsApp groups, and then you'll have um, some kid will say something, and then the other child might say, look. You can't say things like that. That child will get upset, leave the group, and the next day in school they'll come in and they're ignoring each other. And we're kind of thinking, where did all this come from? This didn't happen out at yard. Um, that's, you know, and they're not yeah. talking to each other. They're upset. I don't think they're emotionally ready for dealing with And sometimes, you know, when you read something in a text, you, you won't, you're not picking up the tone. It might have been said in a nice way, uh, you know, but, there's, you know, there's also, you'll come across, we've come across, um, parents who've come in and said, "Did you know this such and such a thing happened?" And that thing would have been their child would have been uh, paying paying using the parents' card credit cards for extra credits on online gaming, um, you know, inappropriate content, um, yeah. adult content. Um, we've come across that. Um, you know, also on the other side of the coin, then you'd have the kids that the parents may not necessarily be able to afford to buy a phone, or might also say, "Look." I'm not buying you a phone. You don't need one. And you can see it in those children as well in, in front of us that they almost feel left out. Because they don't have the up-to-date phone like everybody no. else. No. And that whole thing of, you know, the WhatsApp group, somebody getting excluded from it, mm-hmm. you know, because that's bullying, the very fact that they're being excluded. And they, there might be 10 nice things written about somebody, but all you need is the one nasty comment and we're all human that sticks in our head but we're you know we're older and wiser we're able to move on from it but if you're you're young kids you're just not able to deal with that they don't need them no they don't know so what so what have you introduced what's now happening in Kilmea National School so what we've we've I suppose we're at the early stages we sent out the letter last last week we've got the all the results um, in and 96 are in favour 96 percent are in favour of us and are basically the proposal says that look that 96 percent the they had two options they either support or do not support but 96 are in support of the school's proposal that children should be should uh, only only uh, be introduced to owning a smartphone at, uh, secondary uh, sorry should not be um, have a smartphone until they are are not have a smartphone during their primary school years. Uh, so it's when it. they head into the summer that they leave primary. If you want to get a smartphone, that's when you get it. Absolutely. But then again, that's not, that's outside, once that would be outside our control. But I suppose parents can, you know, ultimately they can still buy them. Um, but I suppose we see, look, the strong support in the 96 are in favour of not getting a that's smartphone brilliant. while their child is in primary school, uh, in primary school. Um and, you know, I've had parents come back to me even last week as well saying, this is great, you know, I'm going to use this now and let's, I'm going to talk. This parent was in, a child has, you know, in first class, she's saying, look, I'm going to talk to all the first class parents, let's agree now. And, and this is going to be the way until 
you know, inclu- up to six lads inclusive. Um, do you know? Because I remember, I think it was about two years ago, I spoke with Blennerville National School in, in County Kerry mm-hmm. with Terry O'Sullivan, the principal uh, there. They introduced a scheme. It initially started to ban all smartphone and, and tablet use for the sixth class students, but it was such a success they extended it to, to all to all classes. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, and again, it was the, it had to be done with the parents' uh, consent. Absolutely. But it was the children themselves admitted that they benefited from it. Mm. Yeah, and I think we'll see that too. Um, you know, we're at the early stage of it. Luckily, we don't have phones aren't allowed in our school. And even if they were, we have no reception in our school. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the advantages. One what? of the advantages of, uh, yeah, living down in... In, 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 in a beautiful in, neck of the lo- woods. Lovely, yeah. Yeah. But um, and but the, the, someone is one about the Department of Education, Kenneth. Could they play, uh, could they be, be more proactive and become more involved in this? I think the policymakers could be. Um, I, I know they brought in, in was it 2018, they brought in into, into law that children should be, you know, the digital age of consent was 16. But, like, that still gives parents um, permission, which is okay, right? But that the, 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 the child, the parents can actually overrule that and say, look, you can go on WhatsApp, even if you are only 12 or 11. Um, but I don't, like, I think maybe smartphones or internet-based phones should be not be allowed until a certain age you know we've got laws around lots of things in the country but I've seen you know there, there can be as much if not more damage done with smartphones and um, than, than many other items that have that are in our country that we you know that we have put age caps on age limits on. Yeah and I know I've spoken on many occasions to um, Jim Daly I mean I know he's still the, the Minister with the responsibility for, for mental health for until the next government is formed but he's been trying for quite some time to get something introduced to stop young people signing up for social media accounts because anyone can, can sign up like something needs to be done about that to stop young people getting access to a lot of yeah. these social media sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else wants to know has Kenneth heard from other schools he, uh, somebody wants to congratulate you brilliant letter I wish my school would introduce it you, you said you did hear from other schools. We have over the weekend we've heard from a few um, even um, parent associations from other schools have asked look can we have a copy of the letter we might well bring this to our school Well done yeah, yeah. Well done. Well done. That's it's terrific. Listen, um and well done for having for you and the rest of the teachers to have the initiative to do it. It isn't the easiest thing to stand up and send out a letter like that, so you've got to be congratulated on that. Thanks, Kenneth, Michelle. thank you for that and thanks for joining us on the programme. Thank you. In October of this year, reports from County Kerry that Fungi the Dolphin was missing from the Dingle area. I caught up with Jimmy Flannery of the Dingle Dolphin Tours and started by asking him, had Fungi ever gone missing before? No, no, this is totally out of character for him. Um you know, I'm doing this over 30 years, taking people out to see him. Um, and in all those all those years, all those trips, three or four hours really is the most fungi has ever disappeared uh, far. Uh, never anything like this. When was the last official sighting of him? Um, well, we believe ourselves uh, it was Thursday morning. Um, that would have been, yeah, last Thursday morning, a local fisherman uh, contacted me Thursday night to say that uh, fungi had been spotted, or he had spotted fungi on Thursday morning. Now, uh, another group reported that they hadn't seen him for two days before that. So, um, you know, we take it that the, the, the fisherman, um, you know, was it was a genuine sighting. So, 
I believe it was last Thursday morning. To okay, and at that, st- but even at that stage, you were you were already worried because he'd been missing for the two days. There would be no sightings mm. for the two days in the well, days leading up to his initial disappearance. Say the, the the this day last week, did he appear unwell in any way, or is it possible to tell if he was unwell? Absolutely impossible to tell. Really, I mean. Uh, it, it, it was the uh, Saturday before that that I was out to him. Uh, he was in great form. He did the usual, came up to say hello and, and, and meet and greet us. Uh, we were actually out because we had shut down with the, with, with the pandemic. We, we had just gone out uh, with the family to, to, to visit him and to, um, to go for a spin in the boat, really. And he was in great form. We've got photographs there. So there was nothing. Now, he had quietened down with the last month or so. Um, but saying that he does that on a regular basis when it comes to the end of the year anyway. So we weren't overly concerned about that. Uh, we just took that as, you know, the normal, um, his normal routine at the end of a year. He just gets quieter. Um, so that was the only thing. But I didn't, I, I honestly, last Saturday when I saw him and he came up right alongside us to say hello, I would not have imagined there was anything, uh, you know, up with him at that stage. What's so special about this dolphin, Jimmy? <laughs> uh, where do I start? Um, you know, he's he's a part of the family. He's he's an enigma. He's a uh, you know a wonder. He's another wonder of the world. He's gone down the history books as the longest solitary dolphin ever to stay in the one area. Um, and he, he, you know, he just brought so much joy to the to, to anybody that ever went to see him. It was crazy. I mean, myself, like I said, I'm doing it over 30 years and I still enjoy bringing people out. The looks in the kids' faces. The adults can be worse than the kids. Um, you know, he was... I, I just can't describe it. He was, he was a one aspect that, that could never, ever be replaced, you know? And he is very identifiable. You know that argument of people saying, how do you know one dolphin from another dolphin? Yeah, I know. Um, it's it's crazy, really. Yeah, dolphins can be identified by their dorsal fin. The dorsal fin is different on every single dolphin. And if you lined up 100 dolphins, I'd be able to point out fungi straight away to you. Uh, he's got a, a, a very uh, distinguishing mark, a, a V-mark at the bottom of his dorsal fin where it joins onto his body. And that straight away tells you it's him. And, you know, to the sceptics that say, how can it be the same dolphin or how many fungies is that now? Um, basically, you know, if you could just bring a dolphin to an entrance of a harbour and tell him to stay there, there'd be a lot more of them around. It wouldn't just be fungi. You can't do it, you mm-hmm. know. He was one off, he was wild. Uh, you must understand that as well that uh, he was still wild. He still would not take food of any sort whatsoever. So he was never trained. He was never, anything ever fungi did, he did it because he chose to do it. And we're just hopeful that he has chosen to go off and, um, you know, maybe another chapter to, to, to see a bit more of the world. For, what, for whatever reason. Us, you know? And what age is he, yeah. do we reckon? Well, it's difficult to say. I've got photographs of the very early days. He wasn't fully grown at that stage. No, he was quite a big dolphin, but he, he wasn't as big as he is now. Um, he's got to be somewhere in his early to mid-40s. Um, and they can live possibly, um, you know, up to 50, 60 years, maybe a bit longer. They don't really know. The the orca, which is, uh, you know, the, the killer whale, um, 
isn't actually a whale, it's a dolphin, it's a, a large dolphin. They've been known to live up over 100 years, so they don't really, really know. But all they do know is the the, the dolphins that they have um, um, tracked over the years, the, the bottlenose has been known to live over 50 years. Okay, all right. So he's he's senior enough, but he has another good few yeah. years uh, left uh, in him. And being a solitary dolphin, that's unusual in itself. Um, it is unusual, but not as um, you know as unusual as you might think. There's over a hundred documented cases of uh, wild um, whales and dolphins, but solitary, staying in their you know in one place for short periods of time over the you know over the years, um, in, in, in you know dating way back. But uh, what was so special about Fungi was just the length of time he broke all the records. That he 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 you know. It, Nothing had ever come uh, close to the, the the time that Fungi had stayed um, solitary, you know. Did he ever have a girlfriend? We don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go a few years back. Um, years now just slipped by, but it could be 10 years, maybe a little bit more. We did have a dolphin that um, stayed with him for quite a while. Stayed with, actually, maybe for a couple of months. Um, we don't know, was it a female dolphin? Uh, we don't know if he made it. You know, but that dolphin just went off and disappeared. Uh, you know, um, it's similar to what fungi is just after doing now. And you've gone out and you've searched and you're still... Tr- the, the weather hasn't been great, though, uh, Jimmy, the last few days. No, the weather hasn't been great, but the boats are still searching. The One of the, one, one of my friends... I'm actually away myself. I had left the day uh, before that fungi um, disappeared. I'm coordinating the search between the boatmen and, and I'm the, the, the chairman of the association that run the, the, the tours for over 30 years. I'm in contact with the boats all the time and they have told me that, uh, you know, one of my friend's boats, he was out there for 10 hours yesterday in the rain, um, nothing to report. And the, um, you know, the, our, our uh, treasurer was out uh, with another one of our uh, skippers this morning. Um, for another few hours, even though the weather is atrocious. Um, but unfortunately, nothing to report again this morning. And I know our wonderful Mallow Search and Rescue and their sonar equipment, uh, they they went down and gave you a bit of a dig out of the weekend just to see if oh, they could find anything. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I cannot thank the uh, Mallow Search and Rescue um, people enough uh, for what they've done. I know some people may think that, uh, you know, why were these kind of resources used, um, you know, to try and locate uh, an animal. But if it was one of my family, I could not be more upset, to be honest. And the people of Dingle the same way. That's the way we're feeling right now. And the search and rescue, um, Mallow Search and Rescue just stepped up. I made one phone call and they said, Jimmy, guaranteed. And, and, And they just came down. They did a massive search with divers. Uh, they had the side scan sonar. They spent the whole day down there. Uh, I'm convinced the the like the the um, the visibility conditions were I have been told more or less perfect. If Fungi was there, they'd have found him. Uh, I'm 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 convinced Fungi just isn't there, and that's what we were. You know, we had to get that 
Um, we really did. We had to get that confirmation that he wasn't down there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I can, I just can't get over the number of people who have contacted us. People who over the years they've got video footage or they've got photographs, and everyone has lovely memories of it. Either when they were growing uh, up, being taken uh, to see fungi, or people brought their kids to see fungi. And uh, you know, I think the nation. I do. I think the nation are with you, Jimmy, and the rest of the mm. good people of Dingle. People are genuinely upset at the thought that fungi's gone missing, and everyone's just hoping that maybe he's just gone away a bit of a jolly he's maybe sick of the pandemic and he just wants to get away and then he might come back yeah you know that's all we can hope really um that that he may come back but it is uh, it is just very very upsetting okay all right we'll we'll make we'll stay in contact with you jimmy in the meantime look after yourself and stay safe and thanks for joining thanks us. Bye bye, bye bye. In June of this year, I spoke with much loved singer Tommy Fleming to see how he was getting on during lockdown. I started by asking Tommy, had all of his gigs been cancelled this year? Everything was, um, we got lost, the, we just finished the Irish tour, luckily, by the skin of our teeth, which was the 1st of March, and we'd finished that, and then we were due to do the UK, and then we were due, we were supposed to come out, go over to the US in October. UK was in April and US was in October. Um, but both of those have been pulled. But look, I'm not the only one. It's it's a situation that nobody anticipated. It's a situation that nobody knew how to handle. And um, we just have to, please God, get to the end of this and resume and figure out how we how we kind of recover, you know. So, so the plan for you is, is, I know you've got your 30th anniversary tour next year. Yeah. So the plan, um, the, is the plan now just to focus on next year or do you hope to salvage some of this year? Not at all. I wouldn't even look at trying to salvage because there's no point. My opinion is there's no point in trying to jump into doing stuff in 2020. Um, it'll become a bottleneck because there'll be a lot of people who are trying to do the same thing. And look, at my answer is stand back and give a few more a chance and, you know, come back in in 21. And I'm looking at it, do you know what, Patricia, I'm looking at it as a career break. Okay. Um, I'm looking at it as a bit of a break and a forced one. And, you know, look, things happen for a reason in these instances. And it's a good time to stand back, um, recollect, um, regather and see where you're going, you know. And so we're going to concentrate on next year. And please, God, things will look an awful lot better for going back out in January and February of 21. Yeah. Not that I'm wishing my life away. I know. But, I know. but you I know, know what I mean. It's I know, but in this business, you have to plan ahead. Yeah, that, yeah. And, and, and the fact that it is the 30th anniversary tour, it gives you time to reflect on it and, and, and put everything in place for it. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, you know, we were laughing the other day, not in a funny way. We were kind of going, geez, is it going to be a case of I'm retiring on my 30th anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> Forced retirement. And I, do you know what? Look, nobody can know what's going to happen. Things are looking okay. My worry, actually, Trish, is when I see groups of people, and it's happened here as well, um, and there's very, there's very little social distancing going on, and there's very, um, there's very little heed on the, the guidelines. I wouldn't say rules, but guidelines. And I worry that my biggest worry is that a second wave will hit in the winter, and yeah. that it'll just it'll be ten times worse than the first. 
Yeah, because we didn't get that massive wave that we saw and the photographs and the videos coming from other countries. Thankfully, you know, we didn't get like Italy. We're not like America. We're not even like our good neighbours in England. But the danger is that could could come to our shores. We could end up like that. We could if we don't pay attention. And not that I'm, geez, I'm talking like I'm an expert or something. I'm not. I'm just, I'm very much, um, you know, like I'm speaking to my counterparts in Australia a lot. And, like, they have zero cases and zero um, deaths in the last three weeks. Um, and their population is 25 million. And out of the entire period of this awful period, they've had only 175 deaths. So we just need to, I suppose, be a bit more vigilant and be a bit more responsible. Um, in uh, You know, you see people in supermarkets, you see people on the beach during the during the good weather there and they were just all beside each other and you're thinking oh you know yeah, don't. I mean, what's the point and it's, it's, the, it's the health workers you really have to feel sorry for these are the people that are putting their lives on the line and people are just ignoring it you know yeah. Yeah, don't get complacent. That's that. That is the real. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah, is the absolutely. real, real worry. Now, I've been I've been seeing you nearly every day on on Facebook <laughs> because you started this Tommy's Jeep Tunes, and I I, if I'm op- you're up today seventy nine today. Seventy nine so, today. I was actually looking to try and find a song before you rang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go back. How go back and tell me how this all started. You know, it wasn't a deliberate thing at all. I was. We decided, like everybody everyone kind of ended up doing the same thing. They were either baking or cleaning or doing something, trying to pass the time. And this was in March. Um, so we were, Tina and I were in the office and we were doing a huge clear-out because there's a pile of stuff there that we'd never use and it just needs cleared out. So I came across a case of, like just a normal little kind of CD case of backing tracks. And I said, are these online? And Tina said, no, no, no. So I, I was going for a run and I had them in the car. So I put them in. And there's like 12 tracks per CD or something. And I played one. I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sing along to this and film it. And that's all I did. And it just got a, a great reaction. Um, so I said, let's keep going until we actually run out. Um, and I thought, genuinely, Trisha, I thought we would be doing I would be doing it for two, three weeks maximum. And that, you know, and we'd all be kind of coming back to normality. Um, but obviously not. We're in day 79 today, not day 14. <laughs> And um, in fairness, genuinely, the reaction has been unbelievable. And the reaction and the, the messages and... You know, it, but it's keeping me in touch and it's keeping... It's very much keeping me sane and kind of keeping my brain active in my job. Um, and I'm I'm actually loving it. I'm actually really enjoying doing it. And I'm finding songs... I have to, I ran out of my own tracks. So I started going on this uh, site called Karaoke Version. So <laughs> I was getting karaoke songs and doing like Love Is All Around. Actually, yeah, I mentioned yeah. Love Is All Around. You did that brilliant. A, and I got a message from Marty Pello <gasps> straight afterwards <laughs> to say, well done. And I was like, ah, here, this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, 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 so I just keep doing And I keep crying in the rain by, by the Everly Brothers. I'm kind of doing all different ones yeah. um, and kind of, you know, doing every second, every third day where I've got one of my own songs so people will know them. Um, but you know what? It's a bit of fun. 
it's people are sending in lovely messages and it's lovely to see and it's from all over the world actually it is it is I've I've been reading some of the messages and I love the way you know you'll do an old song and it'll remind somebody of my dad used to sing that or I remember that song growing up and it's just people are staying connected and it's just there's something magical about it it's a very simple concept but there's just something magical about it um, but you know how it all started, actually, genuinely? I, we, just, we discovered, you know how you, on um, WhatsApp, you can do group, yeah. uh, do group phone calls and group video calls? Yeah. You can do up to four people, I think. Well, my uh, two of our closest friends, Jerry and Kathy, they, they rang us on, a, on our group. So Tina, Jerry, Kathy and I on the group. And next thing, Tina was on her way into town in my Jeep. And she answered the call on video. <clears throat> And I started laughing and I said, you look like you're doing kar- um, uh, karaoke. What's the, carpool, you know, karaoke. Car- karaoke Car- with James Corden. Carpool with James yeah. Corden. And we've all started laughing. And that's what gave me the idea. Ah, because when I saw it first, I was saying, yeah, it looks it looks like carpool karaoke. It looks like uh, James uh, James Gordon. And what's been great is some the weather has been fantastic. So, like, you can see out your sunroof, the, the clear blue sky. <laughs> and then on the very warm days, you can't turn on the air conditioning. I can't turn on the air conditioning. The last week was a killer. <laughs> so I have to, what I do is, right, I pull up, I pull up outside of our gate and I do my speaking bit because you can't drive and be talk. You can't be doing your talking bit or whatever. And, so I pull up and I do my introduction to the song and then I take off and I have to keep the air conditioning on for as long as possible but when it's really warm before I take off because you can't hear. What is it, it? It sounds like there's a breeze on the phone yeah, yeah. When, I'm, uh, when I'm going and so I have to turn it all off. And within the, By the second line of the song, the sweat's running down me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, a, there's an ease in the temperatures uh, for the next few days, so so you'll be okay. And people saying, I don't mind it okay, people are saying, where can we see? Where can we see this? It's on, it's on Tommy's on Tommy Fleming on on his Facebook uh, page. On Facebook, just it's every day. Like and happens. share, as they say, like, like and share. share. Like it's, and, share. and it's and it's every day on Instagram as well. It's on every, it's on every day at about half two. I come in about quarter past half two. I don't go live because. If you go live, it kind of goes out of it after a while. Yeah. And then the likes of Australia who don't come online for another 10 yeah, hours. Yeah, no, no, don't do it don't live. No, yeah, no. So I don't do it live. Um, but yeah, it's every day. Now you can go, if, you don't, if you're not on Facebook, um, we're uploading them to YouTube as well, online. So just if you want to see them on YouTube, you can see them there too. But you'll have to go back 79 days. Yeah, they're brilliant. <laughs> they, they really are. Well, keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. Stay safe. A lot of people wanting to wish you, be, wish you well and saying how much they're enjoying every day uh, watching Tommy's Jeep tunes. Talk again soon. Mind yourself. Uh, best um, Love and best wishes uh, to Tina and both of you. Stay Absolutely. safe. Okay, take you, care. You too, Patricia. Take care. Bye-bye. In June of this year, I spoke with much-loved singer Tommy Fleming to see how he was getting on during lockdown. I started by asking Tommy, had all of his gigs been cancelled this year? Everything was, um, we got lost, the, we just finished the Irish tour luckily by the skin of our teeth which was the 1st of March and we finished that and then we were due to do the UK and then we were due, we were, we were supposed to come out, go over to the US in October. UK was in April and US was in October um, but both of those have been pulled but look, I'm not the only one. It's it's a situation that nobody anticipated. It's a situation that nobody knew how to handle. And um, we just have to, please God, get to the end of this and resume and figure out how we how we kind of recover. You know. So, so the plan for you is is I know you've got your thirtieth anniversary tour next year. Yeah. 
So the um, plan the, so is the plan now just to focus on next year, or do you hope to salvage some of this year? Not at all. I wouldn't even look at trying to salvage because there's no point. My opinion is there's no point in trying to jump into doing stuff in 2020. Um, it'll become a bottleneck because there'll be a lot of people who are trying to do the same thing. And look at my answer: stand back and give a few more a chance, and you know, come back in in 21. And I'm looking at it. Do you know what, Patricia? I'm looking at it as a career break. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking at it as a bit of a break and a forced one. And you know, look, it's, things happen for a reason in these instances, and it's a good time to stand back, um, recollect, and regather, and see where you're going. You know, and so we're going to concentrate on next year. And please God, things will look an awful lot better for going back out in January and February of twenty one. Yeah. Not that I'm wishing my life away, or anything, but I know. <clears throat> but you I know, know what I mean. It's I know, but in this business, you have to plan ahead. Yeah, that, yeah, and 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 the fact that it is the thirtieth anniversary tour, it gives you time to reflect on it and 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 put everything in place for it. Absolutely, you know, and I mean. You know, we were laughing the other day, not in a funny way. We were kind of going, geez, is it going to be a case of I'm retiring on my 30th anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> forced, forced retirement. And I, do you know what? Look, nobody can know what's going to happen. Things are looking okay. My worry, actually, Patricia, is when I see groups of people, and it's happened here as well, um, and there's very, there's very little social distancing going on, and there's very, um, there's very little heed on the the guidelines. I wouldn't say rules, but guidelines. And I worry that my biggest worry is that a second wave will hit in the winter, and yeah. that it'll just it'll be more ten times worse than the first. Yeah, because we didn't get that massive wave that we saw and the photographs and the videos coming from other countries. Thankfully, you know, we didn't get like Italy. We're not like America. We're not even like our good neighbours in England. But the danger is that could that could come to our shores. We could end up like that. We could if we don't pay attention. And not that I'm I'm talking like I'm an expert or something. I'm not. I'm just I'm very much, um, you know, like I'm speaking to my counterparts in Australia a lot. And like they have zero cases and zero um, deaths in the last three weeks, um, and their population is twenty five million. And out of the entire period of this awful period, they've had only one hundred and seventy five deaths. So we just need to, I suppose, be a bit more vigilant and be a bit more responsible. Um, in uh, you know, you see people in supermarkets, you see people on the beach during the during the good weather there, and they were just all beside each other and you're thinking oh you know yeah, I mean, what's the point and it's the, it's, the, it's the health workers you really have to feel sorry for these are the people that are putting their lives on the line and people are just ignoring it you know yeah. Yeah, don't get complacent. That's that. That is the exactly. real. Yeah, that is yeah, the real, real worry. Now, I've been I've been seeing you nearly every day on on Facebook <laughs> because you started this Tommy's Jeep Tunes, and I uh, if I'm op- you're up today, seventy nine today. Seventy nine so, today. I was actually looking to try and find a song before you rang. Well, <laughs> okay, go back. How go back and tell me how this all started? Do you know, it wasn't a deliberate thing at all. I was. We decided, like everybody. Everyone kind of ended up doing the same thing. They were either baking or cleaning or doing something, trying to pass the time. And this was in March. Um, so we were, Tina and I were in the office and we were doing a huge clear out because there's a pile of stuff there that we'd never use and it just needs cleared out. So I came across a case of, like just a normal little kind of CD case of backing tracks. 
And I said, are these online? And he's like, no, no, no. So I, I was going for a run and I had them in the car. So I put them in. And there's like 12 tracks per CD or something. And I played one. I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sing along to this and film it. And that's all I did. And it just got a, a great reaction. Um, so I said, let's keep going until we actually run out. Um, and I thought, genuinely, Trisha, I thought we would be doing, I would be doing it for two, three weeks maximum. And that, you know, and we'd all be kind of coming back to normality. Um, but obviously not. We're in day 79 today, not day 14. And um, in fairness, genuinely, the reaction has been unbelievable. And the reaction and the, the messages and but it's keeping me in touch and it's keeping it's very much keeping me sane and kind of keeping my brain active in my job um, and I'm I'm actually loving it I'm actually really enjoying doing it and I'm finding songs I had to I ran out of my own tracks so I started going on this uh, site called karaoke version so <laughs> I was getting karaoke songs and doing like love is all around actually, yeah, I yeah. love is all around you did that brilliant a, and I got a message from Marty Pello straight afterwards <gasps> To say well done, and I was like, ah, here, this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I, so I just keep doing, and I keep crying in the rain by the, the Everly Brothers. So I'm kind of doing all different ones, yeah. Um, and kind of, do, you know, doing every second, every third day, where I've got one of my own songs, so people will know them. Um, but you know what? It's a bit of fun. It's people are sending in lovely messages and it's lovely to see. And it's from all over the world, actually. It is. It and is. I've, I've been reading yeah. some of the messages and I love the way, you know, you'll do an old song and it'll remind somebody of my dad used to sing that or I remember that song growing up. And it's just people are staying connected and it's just it, there's something magical about it. It's a very simple concept, but there's just something magical about it. Um, but you know how it all started, actually, genuinely? I, we, just, we discovered, you know how you, on um, WhatsApp, you can do group, yeah. Yeah, do group phone calls and group video calls? Yeah. You can do up to four people, I think. Well, my uh, two of our closest friends, Jerry and Kathy, they, they rang us on, a, on our group. So it was Tina, Jerry, Kathy, and I on the group. And next thing, Tina was on her way into town in my Jeep, and she answered the call on video. <clears throat> And I started laughing and I said, you look like you're doing car- um, uh, karaoke. What's that? Carpool, carpool. Car- karaoke Car- with James Corden. Carpool with James yeah. Corden. And we've all started laughing. And that's what gave me the idea. Ah, because when I saw it first, I was saying, yeah, it looks it looks like carpool karaoke. It looks like uh, James uh, James Gordon. And what's been great is some the weather has been fantastic. So, like, you can see out your sunroof, the, the clear blue sky. <laughs> and then on the very warm days, you can't turn on the air conditioning. I can't turn on the air. The last week was a killer. So I have to, what I do is, right, I pull up, I pull up outside of our gate and I do my speaking bit because you can't drive and be talk, you can't be doing your talking bit or whatever. And so I pull up and I do my introduction to the song and then I take off and I have to keep the air conditioning on for as long as possible but when it's really warm before I take off because you can't hear. What is it? It sounds like there's a breeze on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm uh, when I'm going, and so I have to turn it all off. And within, but by the second line of the song, the sweat's running down me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a there's an ease in the temperatures uh, for the next few days, so so you'll be okay. And people say, okay, fair. people saying, where can we see where can we see this? It's on, it's on Tommy's on Tommy Fleming on on his Facebook uh, page. On Facebook, just it's every day. Like and share, after. as they say, like, like and share. Like it's, and, share. and it's and it's every I do day it on Instagram as well. It's on every, it's on every day at about half two. I come in about quarter past half two. I don't go live because 
if you go live, it kind of goes out a bit after a while. Yeah. And then the likes of Australia who don't come online for another 10 yeah, hours. Yeah, no, no, don't do it don't live. No, yeah, no. no, I don't do it live. Um, but yeah, it's every day. Now you can go, if, you don't, if you're not on Facebook, um, we're uploading them to YouTube as well, online. So just if you want to see them on YouTube, you can see them there too. But you'll have to go back 79 days. Yeah, they're brilliant. <laughs> they, they really are. Well, keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. Stay safe. A lot of people wanting to wish you, be- wish you well and saying how much they're enjoying every day uh, watching Tommy's Jeep tunes. Talk again soon. Mind yourself. Uh, best um, Love and best wishes uh, to Tina and both. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. You stay safe. Okay, take care. You too, Patricia. Take care. Bye-bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.